the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to the You Ought to Know show, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. This hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. Give them a call at 1-800-540-2149. Southwest Point of Sale is a portion of the National Cash Register Company. And when it comes to checking out customers, man, I tell you what, they can do it all. Uh, If you uh, have been to Walmart, Home Depot, and Costco, you've seen self-checkout, and it is amazing what they can do with it. You've got over 150 years' experience between the techs that work there, plus Jeff and Mark Sanders. In fact, if you're interested, just call them, 800-540-2149. They'll come out to your location, and if they can hook you up, you will be absolutely pleased. The best part of this whole deal, seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-a-day service. If you're open, they're open. Go to southwestpos.com, southwestpos.com, and take a look and see, because you just never know. It'll make your business even that much better. San Diego Propane. Go to sd-propane.com if you live in East County. Man, I tell you what, Dave and his family, I'll tell you how good they are. They must have a sixth sense because they'll call me up and they'll say, hey, go out and check your tank. Oh, wow, it's down to about 20%. See, told you. And then they come out that day and fill it up. Amazing. 619-460-1705. 619-460-1705. And they work really hard to get you the best price. Downside, the only service East County customers. Sorry, folks. Check them out. That is San Diego Propane. Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. You've seen all these Hot Rod shows on TV where they're building cars and arguing and yelling at each other. You're not going to get that. If you go to Hot Rods and Custom Stuff right there in Escondido, that's right, in Escondido at 2324 Auto Parkway, Escondido, talk to Randy, have him take you on a tour. If you're buying a Hot Rod, he could hook you up. If you're selling a hot rod, he can hook you up. If you're servicing a hot rod, he can hook you up. Nobody does it better. Go to HotRodsCustomStuff.com, HotRodsCustomStuff.com, 760-745-1170. All right, we're going to do an interview. Uh, I was in a 2023, in fact, I'm still in it, Volvo V60 Cross Country. Well, let me tell you what. This car is i mean i love station wagons there's no ifs ands or buts about it uh it's kind of like an suv utility 
with some off-road ability and a sleek, just a beautiful package. Uh, you've got Google integration, improved tech, exceptional, comfortable front seats, and a whole lot more uh, of technologies that you could ever want. But it's a station wagon. I guess that's really number one. Uh, and if you like Volvo, I mean, how can you beat a Volvo? Uh, the the thing is just great. Two uh, two liter four cylinder, uh, thirty miles per gallon. I think I'm getting thirty four. I think if I'm not mistaken, two hundred forty seven horsepower. Uh, you've got oh my goodness, I was going to look at the Monroni and just see what they've got, but there's their lines are a little. I mean, their lettering is just a tad bit smaller than. What I can deal with, uh, and oh, by the way, that is a turbocharged direct injection, eight-speed automatic, 247 horsepower. Uh, you've got uh, torque at about 256, all-wheel drive with instant traction. Uh, then you've got a 48-volt mild hybrid system, which I highly recommend. I mean, if you don't go hybrid, you're crazy. Plug-ins, eh. Not so much, but this hybrid really, really does it. It's got a great double bo- double wishbone suspension. You've got anti-lock braking, advanced electronics, and then, of course, you've got a 12.3 progressive digital driver display, which is really cool. Put your map right there on the dash. And then you've got uh, two different display modes. Uh, you have a calm and a new mode uh, that is re- or a nav mode. Nine-inch integrated uh, touchscreen, which is huge. Digital service package uh, with a four-year subscription. And this includes your Google built-in. Uh, you've got, uh, what else have you got? you got Sirius XM. you got Bluetooth. High-performance perf- high audio system. I think it's a Bangs Olufsen, if I'm not mistaken. i got to look a little bit closer. Yeah. Oh, Bowers Wilkins. It's even better. Uh Plus, you know, safety. Oh, my gosh. You got so much safety in this car. Because if you don't know what Volvo stands for, it stands for I roll. And that's what they used to do to them. They'd roll them down a hill just to show you how safe they were. Uh, this car also has got uh, luxury out the wazoo. It's got laminated panoramic moonroof with power sh- sunshade. You've got uh, perforated Napa leather seating. Ventilated front seats, heated front seats, front and rear, a park assist, power front seat. You've also got uh, power lumbar. You've got tinted windows. Uh, You've got rear side door and cargo. Uh, Keyless entry, which is typical. Cross-country grill, black wheels, which is beautiful. you got a four-zone automatic climate control. You got the auto dimming interior and exterior lighting. Let's see what else have you got here. You've got uh, you, you get a complimentary factory schedule maintenance for three years, thirty six thousand miles. I mean, how can you how can you beat that? Uh, the the, uh, the warranty is awesome. Finally, forty eight month, fifty thousand limited warranty and one hundred forty four month corrosion protection. And by the way, that 48-month 50000 is bumper to bumper. So you don't have to worry about a thing. 
Uh, you can also get a Volvo increased protection. Just ask uh, your your local dealer, and they'll be more than happy to uh, make that happen for you. Yeah, 26 miles per gallon combined, 23 city, 30 uh, highway, and I, I'm getting about eh, about 36 miles per gallon. So there's no there's no complaint. Now, the only thing that I wish it had that it doesn't, but there's enough you know uh, ex- accessory ports. It doesn't have a wireless charger. But the way they've designed the interior and the center console and the really nice center console for you to rest your arm, there's really no room at this point in time, which I'm sure they will work on that. It's built on the uh, standard uh, V60 wagon with all-wheel drive, but this is the cross-country. So it's lifted, a suspension, then there's some protective body armor. It's eight inches of ground clearance. Isn't enough to conquer, you know, big off-road badlands like Moab. But it's enough to get you from trailhead to highway. And you know what else it's really good for? You know how you pull in to park your car and those big cement things are right there to keep you from rolling into something? You clear every one of them. You don't have to worry about scraping your undercarriage. So this particular uh, Volvo, let's see, it priced out got to put my magnifying glass back on only because i can't read it it's too small i'm seeing uh 50,000 50,000 63585 okay gotcha and it bases at 54100 that oh sorry i read the wrong thing that yeah, i know you yeah, did yeah. okay well whatever you know so you should take 2 weeks off i know exactly I think- uh I, I i did read up on the one more negative thing and i don't know if it's your opinion too the infotainment center they said the icons are too small especially when you're driving uh, uh, did you find that personally? Or yes. Not? Uh, well, and it was minimal because, for example, when you got the nav screen on, across the top, it'll have like places for you to go. You know, like if you're going someplace, just to tap that little, just to make it go up and away. That that's been a challenge. But other than that, minimal. And it's a Volvo. They run and run and run and run and run and run. It's a great car. Absolutely loved it to death. If you like wagons, you're going to love the cross-country. And make sure you get that one. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, a whole lot more. Christian Barclay is in, or not in the house. She's actually on the phone. And we're going to be reviewing a vehicle with her right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. Ah! folks welcome back you're listening to the you want to know show fm 961 am 1170 the answer this segment is brought to you by south bay auto house you're thinking about looking for another way to get your uh, mercedes-benz serviced well south bay is the place to go go to 310 trousdale drive in chula vista factory trained technicians been doing this for over 25 years and the gang over there will take care of you just like family. And if you're thinking of trading your Mercedes in, you might want to go down and give them a shot. You might be pleasantly surprised. They'll give you more than the dealer. Uh, the guys down at uh, South Bay, I mean, when I love going through shops just because you can tell a lot about a shop just by walking through it. The place is impeccable, even though, even though they do this for a living. So talk to Gary or Rick. Tell them I said hi. Go to autohousesouthbay.com. 
and make sure when you do go, you call and make an appointment, 619-422-6252. And Express Auto Service over there in La Mesa, they work on pretty much all the cars I own, and they do a great job on classic cars, too. He only kind of does one at a time, but, man, when the car comes out, it is impeccable. Go to ExpressAutoServiceLaMesa.com, ExpressAutoServiceLaMesa.com. And when Connie picks up the phone, tell her I said hi. All right, we've got Christian Barclay on the line. How are you doing, kiddo? Good, good. How are you? So have you got an over-the-road semi-driver's license to cruise in the Armada? Oh, come on. It's not that big. It's, it's not that big. It's 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 right-sized, isn't it, it? It's pretty big, but, yeah, it'll do anything and everything you want it to do, let me tell you. Well, you're not you the... know, it, it, well, I was just going to say, in the age of where it feels like SUVs are getting bigger and bigger, right? Like right. the Tahoe has kind of expanded some, and the Wagoneers expanded some. Mm-hmm. I think even the Expedition, I don't really feel like the, the Armada has grown that much. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, that that's a true statement. Yeah, it, it has not. They found what they I think they lo- they would like to tell you is the sweet spot. Yeah, I mean it's still easy to maneuver. It is it's um, uh, handles well. It's quiet for a vehicle of its size. You know, a lot of times you get in some bigger SUVs and um, they they either put big tires or you know maybe it's a all terrain tire or whatever, and so it causes like extra noise in the vehicle. And Nissan's done a good job of like kind of insulating that, so it's not even like noisy. I love the body on frame um, SUVs. I always have. Um, and for what it's worth, I, I was talking to somebody, um, I don't know, six, seven months ago. And for whatever reason, we were talking about the Armada. And they were like, yeah, you know, the seats are really, really comfortable, but they don't have bolsters. And I was like, why do you need bolsters in an Armada? Like, what are you, are you racing? Like, yeah. you know, but it was just odd that they brought that up. I was like, well, I don't understand why you need that. Like, these seats are supposed to be comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. Um but anyways, I, I think, like you said, I think Nissan kind of has found a, a sweet spot with the size. Um, but that being said, as much as I love the Armada, and I absolutely love the Armada, um, it's, it's, it's starting to get old and dated and, and needs some refreshing. Um, you know, I mean, and I'm not saying it needs a complete redesign, especially with there's now a trend, right, where all of these SUVs are going back to boxier exteriors. Um, well, the Armada still kind of has that. So I think the exterior design is great, but the infotainment system, that's, that's an area to me where Nissan has always kind of struggled. Um, they're not very intuitive. They're, they're kind of laggy. Um, the graphics are a little outdated. So I would love if they would invest some money there. It's got a great, you know, good size screen. Um, but does it matter what size the screen is if it's kind of clunky and outdated, but Mm -hmm. on the flip side, they still have actual knobs for the heat, cool, and the radio. And that makes a big difference because, you know, you and I have talked about high up when you have to start digging through menus, you know, to adjust the volume or to adjust your AC. Well, that's just more distracted driving. So I'm glad Nissan's kept the buttons and everything. I love buttons. I know you do. I know you do. Um, But they could keep the buttons and still update things. You know, there's there's no reason that they couldn't do that. Um, I, I had the Platinum, you know, which is the top of the line. So it has the quilted seats. And I really feel like the interior, they do so many things right as far as making it kind of a premium when, when that Platinum trim where it feels more like you're driving an Infinity. Um, the second row is captain chairs. It's got rear seat entertainment. But then you start going, because I had my kids in it and we were driving around and 
you know what I noticed? Not one of them. They'll usually get in a rear seat or back seat and has the rear seat entertainment, and they'll start playing with it whether they're going to watch it or not. They didn't touch it the entire week. Really? So, yeah, and so I'm thinking that, you know, it's something that maybe manufacturers should go ahead and just phase out and maybe just have a holder place there because the kids would rather have their own devices because they already have them set up the way they want them set up. Mm. They already have their stuff on it. You know, things like that. So, um, you know, Nissan has made some improvements as far as, like, it's got a great safety suite on it, like the forward collision warning, the automatic emergency braking, lane departure, and it's not super aggressive. You know, I've driven SUVs um, that are really aggressive where it, it doesn't even just beep at you. It feels like it's, like, driving for you. Um, it's just the worst backseat driver ever because it's actually controlling the vehicle sometimes, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not, it's not overly assertive, and I like that. Um, and now they've added the Amazon Alexa, so, you know, it can play music or place calls or, you know, you can have Alexa adjust your thermostat or whatever. I'm not at the point, and I'm pretty tech savvy, I'm not at the point where I'm using features like that, and it wouldn't make me buy a car for that feature, but it seems like it's kind of where the future is headed as far as buyers right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So for what it's worth. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know. I like the way it rides. I like the the, the the ride on that vehicle is really good. Right. With that, you like the five, six liter, the V8, you like the fact that it still has a V8 in it. Yeah, true. That, that's exa- I, I do like that. And Nissan's always, or you know, Nissan slash infinity. They've always done great powertrains. Yes. Especially when it's tuned with an automatic transmission and not mm-hmm. a CVT. And this is an automatic, so it's good there. I think one thing for me is, you know, uh, as gas vehicles stay on the market and there's this EV hybrid transition, gas vehicles are going to have to get more competitive. They've yeah. got to get smarter with fuel efficiency. And this one's just not that. Um, they just haven't, you know, tuned it yet. Or, you know, they, they've got to swap out the engine or they've got to do something because mm-hmm. it's getting 15 combined. And, you know, th- the competitors are getting better. Mm. Maybe not by a whole lot. I mean, the Jeep Wagoneer especially seemed. I I think I might have gotten thirteen when I had that. Um, yeah. But the Tahoe's improved some. The Expeditions improved some, and so I, I think they've got to get a little more competitive. It's not that I want the V8 to go away. I'm not saying that by any means, right? right? But there's ways where they can they can get some more fuel efficiency out of it. I, and I I still like the pricing. I think it is mm-hmm. priced in some ways better than the competition. Because you can get in one starting at fifty thousand four hundred. Now, not the platinum, no. but you know maybe an S trim. Um, and so I think that it's competitive. I just think it needs to make, like for example, the second row. It doesn't slide forward or backward. Hmm. I would love to. To me, that's probably a simple change. I would love for them to do that when they update and refresh the model, mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. a lot of times you do have somebody in the third row that's a little bit, you know, needs more space, and the car seats are bulky these days. And so, you know, just to be able to adjust it a little bit, I think that'd be great. Yeah, um, I, I totally. In fact, I'm in a 23 Volvo V60 Cross Country, and it's almost sixty thousand dollars, and it's a station wagon. Wow, but it's a Volvo. Yeah, but it's still, I mean, I'd throw it up against the Armada. Yeah, I, I just, I, I mean, you know, people, because Volvo's reputation for safety, and I think Volvo probably, that model, or any Volvo, I think has probably mm-hmm. a little bit higher resale than a Nissan. So, True. you know, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but I think that there's a, you know, maybe there's that. Um, I also want to see Nissan put more USB or USB-C ports in their vehicles, too. Mm-hmm. I think that's an area where they've kind of held back. Um, and maybe you don't notice it until you're in newer vehicles, but especially Kia, especially you get in one and you feel like, man, they got USB ports and USB-C ports for people that 
they don't even have seats for. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think that's that's another area that uh, you know maybe when they do a refresh. But for what it is, and for the pricing. I think an Armada is a solid buy, and it's an SUV that I'll recommend every day of the week, and it's safe, at least in my opinion, in my uh, experience from an accident that I had with an 18-wheeler. Um, oh, yeah. You know, it's one of the, yeah, I, I'll never forget that, unfortunately. Yeah, right. No <laughs> but, kidding. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, think they're, I think they're great vehicles. I would, I would be happy to have one in my driveway as a, as a personal driver. Maybe not a daily driver because of the gas, but mm-hmm, – mm-hmm. um, I don't drive that much. Yeah, but if you need to get out and go and you need to take the family, it's hard to beat. It's a great road trip vehicle. Right. I mean, you know, the other thing that I wish they would do is if they put a – so like in the Wagoneer, I like the fact that you can – has the the height adjustment, the air suspension. Mm. Um, I put a couple things in the Armada this week when I had it, a couple filing cabinets I needed to move. And it's high to get it up over that bumper. Yeah. So that load floor is, is kind of high. So it'd be cool if you could uh, adjust the suspension. That'd be awesome. Right. Yeah. I mean, but to you know, to be honest with you, how often are you loading filing cabinets into your car? No, I mean that's absolutely true. But, but it'd still be nice you know, to be there. Yeah, I, I I only bring it up because I think a lot of people these days that are buying SUVs are adventurous and outdoorsy. And so they not, might not be loading a file cabinet, but they might be loading gear. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's life jackets, or maybe it's, um, uh, gosh, I'm trying to think, hiking gear, right? Yeah, that yeah. stuff. When you're when you're looking at ropes and belays and all that kind of stuff, it starts getting heavy. So I just mentioned because I think it's something to keep them competitive. Well, you know, um, golf clubs. I mean, if you have yeah. a big honking, see, I don't golf, so that's probably why I don't. I didn't think about it till just now. But if you've got a big honking bag of golf clubs, I mean, and and you've got a you know, that could be a, a little bit of a twist. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even just, you know, fishing gear. I know sometimes when people, I go oh, yeah. that, um, every time they every time they go fishing, they take their motor off when they're done because where their boat is, they're afraid somebody will come steal the motor. Sure. And that's that's a lot to load in. <laughs> so I kind of tease them about it. I'm like, really? Have motor will travel? Like, what's yeah, that? Yeah, really? What are you planning on if you run out of gas? You just drop it out the back? I mean, how's that work? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But all in all, scale of one to ten, what would you give it? I mean, I'm I'm at eight and a half. I think wow. they've got a good recipe. Just some minor tweaks, and and it's still solid. What about what the kids think? Yeah, they like it too. I mean, I think that they they were gonna, you know, because we've talked about buying an SUV or whatever, and if we were gonna buy one, I think they'd be torn between that and maybe a Tahoe, only because we had a Tahoe previously. But yeah, they they like the Armada. Yeah. They're pretty. Um, yeah. I, they don't understand body on frame, but they like things that have the ride height, like mm-hmm. the Armada. Right. You know, right? I I, I totally agree. I, I I totally agree. Well, that's great. What do you got coming up next week? Or have you got it figured out yet? You know, I haven't figured it out yet. But I'm driving a Kia Soul this week, and it's Ooh. been a minute since I've been in a Soul. Yeah. Um, I think I've forgotten like how kind of cool they are. Yeah. You know, they're. they're they're kind of hip, you know, well, yeah. I know what they are. I mean, yeah. it's probably not a vehicle I'm going to go buy because it doesn't fit my lifestyle, but right. I don't know. They're, they're, they're kind of hip, you yeah. know? I totally agree. That's why it's called a soul. <laughs> you know, by the way, yeah. your wife, she has you trained really well because you, you like to say, I 100% agree. And I guarantee you, your wife has trained you to say that. And that's where that comes from, right? No way. I'm a Leo. I only say it if I mean it, man. Let me tell you. 
But oh, uh, by the way, happy belated birthday! Thank you very much. I did think about you because somebody got me a killer bottle of tequila. Man, sure be nice sitting here on the counter right now. But you know how that goes. That's awesome. That's awesome. All right. Well, give the family a big hug, and I can't wait to talk to you next week. Sounds great. Thanks, Dave. All right. Hey, guess what? Brian Armstead. He's been a Mustang Mach E. It'll be interesting to see how he liked that little electric hot rod right here on You Ought to Know, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks. Hey, welcome back to the You Ought to Know show. FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. Segment's brought to you by Bumper Doc family owned and operated. Go to 8711 Magnolia Street. Go see the gang, scratches, dings, dents, window tint, body work, you name it. Bumper Doc can do it. Like I said, family owned and operated. Can't get any better than that. 619-258-0433. And John's Automotive Care, 6267 Riverdale Street, original location. Go to John's with an S. San Diego Auto Repair, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, AAA approved. Warranty's good for three years, 36,000 miles, clear across the United States. So if you're in the military, get your car ready for a trip, they can take care of it. Brian Armstead's on the line, and he's, uh, I don't think this is your first time in a Mach-E, is it? No, but before we start that, I just wanted to kind of give a shout-out to John's Auto Care. I, I listen to the ads that you uh, present every week, yeah. and he's been, with, uh, he's been with us for a while. And yeah, he's been with us. Good thing, so. Yeah, super good. I'm glad you did that. That's so, Yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, I can I can tell, and that three thirty six thousand miles makes me want to drive out to San Diego get my car serviced. <laughs> Absolutely, way to go, way to go, John. Okay. You got it. Uh, so look, man. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. So go ahead with the with the Mustang Monkey. Well, okay. is it is this the first one you've been in? Actually, probably it's like the third or, or fifth yeah. time. You know, That's what I I, thought. I've driven it as an actual juror, as a juror. I've driven it uh, once or twice before in the press fleet. So when I saw it come up again, I'm like, okay, well, you know, let's let's see if I'm still kind of, you know, giddy uh, giddy about the car. I gotta tell you, Dave, um, I until I started running low on range, um, and it's not a fault of the car because it gets decent decent range. Um, I have a Toyota Crown also this week, oh. and the Crown is nice, but yeah, but I prefer this Mustang Mach E only because it's. It has the hatchback utility, and I was—I've been doing a lot of stuff this week, moving stuff around, and you know the crown is a hatchback also. Mm-hmm. But I, I kind of like the fact that I was able to put some some big gear in the back of the Mustang by folding the seats down, popping the hatch, mm-hmm. everything fit well in the back. So when they classify it as an SUV, I still have a mild issue with that, but you know it works as an SUV because it does have it does offer a measure of utility. So and it offers a heck of a lot of fun while you're being utilitarian. Oh yeah, yeah. She'll get it. Now, did oh, you get? The, is this a GT or is this just the uh, the Mustang E? It's it's a premium model. Uh, okay. The select starts at forty two nine nine five. Premium starts at forty six nine nine five. California Route One, which is the uh, which is the slam bang performance issue fifty uh, edition rather fifty six nine nine five. And then the GT, which is uh, just the, you know, let's take on all comers, uh, 59995 
And if I if I have the GT, I apologize. Uh, for some reason, the Monroney has slipped by me. But just based on the acceleration, I would say that I'm in the premium because right. I know what that GT feels right. like. And if I'm in this, if I'm in the GT, then I haven't pressed the right buttons. Mm-hmm. I don't see a mode switch down on the console, which indicates that I'm probably not in the uh, in the GT. Right. But anywhere you anywhere you go, you know, you're going to get decent decent mileage on these things, decent range rather, and you're going to get a car that's a lot of fun and garners a lot of of eye traffic, eye, uh, positive comments, and respect on the road. It's screwed together right. Mm-hmm. I, I love the large Tesla-style screen. I hate even saying the word Tesla, uh, but it's got that big, well, let's call it an iPad-like screen mm-hmm. uh, in the center console. It's a vertical screen with about 14 inches of um, a, a configuration. And it's, it does, you know, everything pretty much is here. There's only one knob on the car, two knobs on the car, the volume knob, which turns into the fan speed, uh, which turns into, um, you know, it uh, it, it ha- handles all of the uh, functions. Like you control seat heat, seat cooling. I'm uh, no, sorry, just seat heat. Steering wheel heat. Uh, you can dial that in. Phone volume. What doesn't, it just, tur- the screen just turns off and on the, uh, the steering wheel heat. Mm-hmm. And I just turn on I just turn on the seat heat, so let's kill that. But the fan, if you want the fan, you press the volume knob and you press the fan knob and then you control the fan. So they ooh, my seat is just like roasting, which is not a good thing when it's ninety degrees outside. <laughs> that was a big that was a big mistake, Dave Stone. I bet it was. Uh, I, I like, oh yeah. So the only other the only other knob is the rotary shift knob, mm-hmm. which puts, you know, the P R N D L the Prindle knob. Uh, configuration. You've got two. Uh, you've got two um, buttons on the lower console, which is the self-parking feature, mm-hmm. uh, for, and the uh, the hazard warning light. Then you have an electronic parking brake. Uh, under the large screen, you kind of have to. Uh, a tall person has to kind of look under it. But once you're once you're an owner, you know it's there. You have a wireless charging pad, and also you have USB and USB C ports. I don't feel a. Uh, I don't feel a 12 volt port here, mm-hmm. which means that it's probably in the center console, and that's where exactly where it is in the center console. So if you have a radar detector, you probably would want to stretch that cord out a little bit. If you have a, a coiled cord, get a little get a little stretch in it so you can reach the uh, 12 volt power point, or either get a USB C adapter for your um, your Valentine one or your your Escort Passport or whatever Unidem, whatever you decide to mm-hmm. choose. Um, on the road, great handling, great performance. Again, uh, you know, about I, I was up in the uh, 300, just uh, just almost the 300 mile range when it was dropped off. So good, good um, electric performance in terms of range. Uh, right now, I have 78 miles left, so I'm at 29 percent. Mm. Uh, the car has been the car. You know, it, it does everything well. It's got a buy-in Olufsen audio system which I'm sure is a premium option, which is probably standard on the premium trim that I'm in. So that's another reason to think that I'm in the uh, the premium trim. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's configured for self-driving, Dave. Just above the steering wheel, you see a pod, which can, you know, I guess in the future will be able to read your eyes and kind of figure out what you're doing, you know, and, you know, and if you want to do, like, adaptive cruise control or things like that, it'll probably tell if you're not paying attention these kind of things. Mm-hmm. But um, the only thing I do not like about the car 
is that it has a single pane glass moonroof. It's a full panoramic moonroof. I would love it if it had a, a it, it's an opaque, it, well, it's not an opaque moonroof, but it has some tint or filtering in it because it's not like pure glass like they used to put on the Infinity cars back in the day, which you roast your brains out on a sunny mm-hmm. sunny day. But I would love the uh, option that they could put some kind of opaque type of, um, you know, if they if you could hit a switch and just make the uh, the sunroof, the glass moonroof translucent instead of transparent, mm-hmm. that would be a really, really cool feature. Uh, the back seat, the way the roof slopes on the uh, on this Mustang Mach-E, I can't even fit in the back seat given the uh, the tall cutout for the glass panoramic uh, sunroof, which is a big thing, folks. If you haven't listened to the show in a while or you're not a regular listener, then you don't know that I'm six foot nine. But I am six foot nine, so the back seat is usually an area where I don't even I don't even get in half the cars in the back seat, like the Crown. Forget about it. Not not venturing in the back seat in the Toyota Crown, but in this Mustang Mach-E. Yeah, I, I can fit back there. Wouldn't want to stay back there for a long period of time because it doesn't have a whole lot of legroom. Even though this is a five-seat automobile, it's just you know it's it's best best suited for shorter adults. I would say if you're like five foot, you know, six foot and under, you'll you'll be just fine back there. But definitely a lot for uh, Sasquatchian types of, uh, <laughs> of folks like like me. Um, I was talking about uh, little quibbles on the car, the sunroof, the glass panel, sunroof, panoramic roof, whatever you want to call it, is a quibble. The biggest quibble I have, and it's it's, it's on all of them that I'm, all of them that I've ever driven, is that the start-stop button is kind of hidden out of view because it sits behind the steering wheel, and that's okay because you know where it is. But the the air vent for the uh, there are two air vents for the driver's side and two for the passenger side. But the one that controls central air, when I say central air, I mean the center of the vehicle, the dial is kind of hidden behind the screen. And I have big hands, so to, to adjust the airflow, you, you kind of have to dig behind the screen to do it. And that's, again, that is a quibble. I'm not going to call it a fault mm-hmm. in any capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, it's, it, it just is what it is. But mm-hmm. I think overall, that, um, you know, Mustang, Ford can sell every one that they build, just like the Lightning yep. electric, uh, you know, F-150. They're pretty much selling everything that they're building now because the Bronco, and the, you know, I don't know if the Bronco Sport is, is a sales hit, but I'm, I'm sure it's doing well. But I know the Bronco is a sales hit. And the Ford F-150 is at the top of the sales charts just about every, well, it's been at the top for, what, 40, 50 years now. <laughs> so it's... Uh, you know they're just they're just kind of printing money right now, right? And that's okay, but they, their prices have gone up, which is a little concerning. Uh, but um, you know, I think fifty thousand dollars for a well sorted out uh, electric vehicle is about what you're going to pay now. And if you qualify, you know, this car is built in the U.S., so you get the seventy five hundred dollar tax break, which is always a good thing. And you're supporting the U.S. economy, which is an even better thing. Absolutely. And. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, hats off to Ford. If you want to uh, check it out, you can go to shopford.com or, and um, kind of spec out your own Mach-E, Mustang Mach-E. And, and, you know, they just released another, probably the last of the internal combustion, the Mustang uh, um, powerhouses, the Dark Horse. And I wasn't able to drive that. I know we chatted briefly about it um, before. 
But um, that is a, you know, the internal combustion Mustang is still alive and well, folks, and it's an absolute monster. You choose from a lot of different uh, iterations and variations on that. So that's your choice of electric power or gasoline power. Either way, you're going to have a whole lot of fun with Mustang, a legendary, legendary uh, nameplate mm-hmm. and an iconic, uh, iconic uh, model for Ford. So that's about it, Dave. I'll be mm-hmm. back next week. Um, believe it or not, I'm not traveling in this week either, So, which cool. is a good thing because I'm able to catch up things at the house there you go um, all is good all right well keep moving it around because it always looks better when you just move it around (laughs) don't sell nothing (laughs) just just move it around actually actually i've got some folks coming by tonight i've been uh i've been killing uh facebook marketplace so i got a little got a little water in my pocket so (sighs) i got some folks coming by as soon as the show's over so uh yeah Mm -hmm. All right, man. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, thank you, Dave. Thank you, Brendan. I'll uh, uh, talk to you guys next week. I look uh, forward to it, buddy. Uh, 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 hold on. Kristen, Kristen, if you're listening, a uh, big, big hug to Marlon. I know he's still uh, yeah. recuperating. Yeah. So um, big shout-out to Marlon and Kristen. So yeah, you got it, buddy. Rock. All right. Take care. Okay, and we'll thank you. Talk to you oh, next week. Happy birthday again. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks, buddy. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We come back. We've got an interview that I think you're going to like from Toyota. Stay tuned. FM 96.1. AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You're listening to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. This segment's brought to you by Collision Doc, Kearney Mesa. We're at 3885 Convoy Street in San Diego. Uh, Collision Doc used to be a bumper doc. Now they're doing full body work, collision repair, you name it, they do it. Go to collisiondoc.com. Insurance companies recognize them as a top-notch repair facility. Give them a call at 858-252-7890. All right. So I did a really, really good interview uh, last week with Colleen Casey, Executive Director of Driving Possibilities with uh, Toyota, and their involvement with the STEMS program. Take a listen. We've got Colleen Casey, she's Executive Director of Driving Possibilities, on the line. And, folks, you all know how much I love education. I love teaching consumers because a smart consumer is a better consumer. And Toyota has had this mindset probably since day one, wouldn't you say, Colleen? I agree, yes. And you guys are doing something pretty outstanding Uh within uh, the Kentucky school system. Tell the folks what you're doing back there. Yeah, so it is outstanding. And we just announced over a year ago the launch of this initiative, and it's our largest philanthropic initiative to date for the company. And it's called Driving Possibilities, and it is focused on building local partnerships with school districts, other industries, other educational partners to prepare students for the jobs of tomorrow. And we just recently were in Kentucky to announce our partners and school districts in that particular state. But what we really are doing is bringing forth what we call a holistic model. And we are thinking very early in the preparation for our youth, starting at the grades of pre-K and moving through high school. And it's about introducing students to hands-on STEM programming, uh, supporting and developing our teachers to be able to deliver that programming, 
as well as address any basic needs and services that our students and families need so they can fully participate in that educational journey. So that's what we're doing, and it's exciting. Right. And, and you know, you're absolutely correct. I mean, we have to start with our kids young. Uh, college is great. I have nothing against college, but not every child out there is, is college ready. And there have been some kids go to college and really didn't know why they were going and got themselves into some serious debt. I can tell you right now, a, a master technician at Toyota is making six figures. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason why if a kid, boy or girl, likes to, and I have to tell you, my best technicians were girls. I just got to tell you that because <laughs> I can't help myself. They're, they're absolutely, and my best service advisors. And my best parts people. No, so I, I am a little bit biased when it comes to that. But it's all about the training. And, and you know, yeah. when Carmen, and see, this is why I like to, we could be talking about the Toyota Prius I'm driving right now, but that's not as important to me as what you're giving back to the community. And that's yeah. why I do these kind of interviews. It, it kind of makes the auto industry, what, what do you want to talk about? I want to talk about something that you're not talking about. Granted, you're doing it, but let's tell the world about it. Yeah. Well, and to that point, Dave, you know, what we want to do is really make sure that our youth are in the driver's seat of their future. So they're prepared if they want to go straight into career, as you just mentioned, our tech programs are amazing opportunities. Or maybe they do want to go to two year, maybe they do want to go to four year. But the idea is, right now, when we look at some of the exposure opportunities for our youth, they don't know of all these different options and pathways. And so part of this program is to introduce them to those options and also prepare them so they feel confident and that they see that they can do and pursue those. Um, so that, that's also what's so exciting about this. And it's different because we're not waiting until high school. There are a lot of programs that are out there in the high schools, and they're great programs. But we really have an opportunity with this initiative and in partnership in our communities to really get youth to see what is possible early. No, you're absolutely right. And and I'm involved with the San Diego Auto Museum, and we're doing a STEMS program for kids that come to the museum. Because the auto industry is, has been around for a long time, and it's it's really made a lot of people, you know, happy, you know, transportation, getting point A to point B. So, you know, we're right on the same page as far as, trying to get the kids involved. And even though it's coming from a car manufacturer, there's STEMS covers so much. You know, it's not just automotive. It's it's what keeps the world going, really. You are correct. And, you know, I want to talk about the point, too, about what you just mentioned with what the Auto Museum in San Diego is doing. We know in all of our communities there are so many assets and resources And some of this work is just helping to connect and coordinate those services, to make those connections for students, to make those connections to our our museums, to our our, uh, school districts. So, you know, we don't have all the answers at Toyota. Part of this work is to convene those that do and have all the different programs that can really surround our youth and show show them those pathways and opportunities. That is awesome. So, Let's say, you know, some parents are listening and their kids out in the garage taking their car apart and think, well, maybe I ought to do something like this. How do people find out more about the program to make sure they get their kids in the correct schools that that you guys support? 
Yeah. So, and and there's programs beyond the, the the schools that we're just supporting. So there's various avenues where where parents can learn more. But for this particular initiative, in terms of where we've announced our partnerships, we have a Toyota Effect website that parents and family members can go to to see which schools in their local communities we're partnering with. But there are also, when you look towards our T10 programs, a lot of our community colleges are also offering those auto tech programs already. Uh, what's unique about Driving Possibilities is we are really starting younger and we're really thinking holistically about the needs of the students and the families in the community. So simple answer is our Toyota Effect site as we announce our new school district partners all of that information will be out there. And then there are a number of other resources in the community that the local education partners can connect families to. Right. Well, we had a trend there for a while where auto shops were going away. Now we're starting to see them come back. Um, and I'm thrilled to see that because it was starting to concern me because, you know, once you, I mean, if you're not training these, these kids in the auto industry, it's going to get it's going to get tough trying to find a qualified uh, technician. And you guys, you guys have such a great program. One of my friends' son was interning uh, at your uh, headquarters in, uh, in in Texas. And I was talking to the guy, the kid, and I asked him what he thought. He said, man, he said, this was the best thing that ever happened to me. And he's going into engineering uh, with the help of Toyota. So, you know that's that's amazing, but I think the pre-K is is really, you guys hit the nail on the head there because I think those kids are very impressionable and they're easy to to you know to educate and explain things to. Man, that's that's going to be awesome. Yeah, we're excited about it as well, and it's so critical because also starting that young. You know, when we look at the correlation between students being college and or career ready, some of that pattern starts by third grade. And we can see the, the higher students are performing in third grade, the more likely they are to know of the career pathways and, and be college ready and be prepared for those. So that's the other piece that's so critical about starting early. Um, but again, I don't, you know, we're just getting started with driving possibilities. So for all of our students that are out there right now in high school, getting ready to figure out where am I going to go next? As I mentioned, they can search our Toyota programs in the dealer tech space through our T10 site, but then also for for our younger students and families, the driving possibility site will show where we're we're coming to them soon. Well, you can come on my show anytime you like. It's Salem Communication. It's 50,000 watt. I podcast everything I do all around the world, so I'm a, somewhat of a voice, and I would love nothing better and to help get the word out. And while you're having lunch and you're in front of a computer, go to YouTube and plug in Growing Up Garage. I think Excellent. I think he's nine years old, and he's teaching his fellow racers at a dirt track here in town how to work on cars. And it is so cute. You will just, all right. Well, hey, this has been a wonderful interview. I can't thank you enough, Colleen. And I really look forward to more interviews down the road as as the program expands. And, you know, maybe we can get some, once it gets really rocking and rolling, get some success stories of kids that have been part of the program and how, they, how they've done. I agree, and I look forward to that. And maybe we can get some of those spokespersons on the line with us. 
yes. to share their experiences. Absolutely. That, I mean, I, this little thing, this vast conference I use, I can take up to a hundred callers. So, excellent. Have, have no fear. Let's 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 get the word out to these young kids and uh, keep our cars happy going down the road. Sounds like a plan to me. All right, kiddo. Take care. I really enjoyed the conversation. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.